And welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. We are talking about One Tree Hill. We are season two, episode 20. I can't believe we're almost on season two. Right? I also don't understand how there's nine seasons. I, I mean, <laughs> once we get that far in, we'll still have that question. <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, at least once we get past, is it the end of six where, like... I think so. The big leaving happens? I think so. I can't. I, I don't quite think remember. I've seen. I definitely haven't seen the end, and I don't know if I've seen, like. I must have seen part of seven, maybe. Okay. I mean, I'm saying that, but, like, who knows? But yeah, so at least that, you know, the last while will be exciting because I'll have never seen it. <laughs> and I think I only, like, have seen one thing that's. I mean, I'm spoiled. It's been 17 years or whatever. Um. I feel like I know, like, one thing that happens, but that's it. Okay. So, who, like, who knows where this show is going? Not me. I mean, <laughs> certainly not me either, despite <laughs> having seen it. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, because I've seen the whole thing through once, for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure I've seen, like, seasons one through at least four. Theoretically, more than once. Yeah. And yet somehow, I don't remember a single thing about them. Yeah. <laughs> like this episode. Yeah. So we ended the last episode. Nathan had, I mean, were to assume, drove his race car into the track and crashed. Yeah. He is at the hospital. They're doing surgery. We find out Deb can't donate blood because of her pill addiction uh brooke comes to check on lucas mm -hmm. and he lost his job teaching but like he got money he don't care yeah pretty much well and he loves karen more than his job so that's fine <laughs> yeah whatever yes. he'll get another teaching job it's okay yeah. uh i feel like that's peyton was sad so normal yeah so yeah so yeah Correct. Yeah. And then this episode. So the only bit of credit I'm going to give to this episode is that at least it is supposed to be in Nathan's head. So like it does actually have a little bit of a weird, strange subconscious vibe. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's supposed to be a dream. So I'm like, okay, I will forgive it for all the points where it makes zero sense. Well, yeah, because, like, in my head, it's just, like, should it have gone further? Or, like, you know, like, I just don't know. I also don't know. Anyway, I suppose we begin. Yes. Nathan's in the hospital. He's the one saying the quote this time. It's Douglas Adams' quote that I totally forgot to write down. <laughs> um, but it's something about... Something about... Um, it feeling like living in a dream and wondering if the person having the dream is enjoying it. Yes. Uh, I thought I had it closer than that. But Here we go. He felt that his whole life was some kind of dream and he sometimes wondered whose it was and whether they were enjoying it. Hmm. So, setting up for this weird... So, okay. But other than that, we get no, like, indication that that is what is happening. In this episode? No, like we get a couple minutes in before you're like, this is kind of weird. Wait, yes. what's happening? Oh, wait, what? 
Yes. And the only reason I did not have that moment is because I knew what this episode was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, because we see, like, because Lucas is living at dance right now, like, yes. in our normal timeline. Correct. So when he gets up in the morning and that's where he is and he goes to the kitchen and Dan's in the kitchen, you're all like, oh, this is just normal. Mm-hmm. Um, except it isn't. Because yes. then Karen comes in. Well, because, like, you know, Dan's asking Lucas, like, oh, he just went out with the guys last yeah. night. And like, oh, like, let's work out later. And you're like, okay, this all tracks. Right. And then. <laughs> and then Karen comes in looking like. Power suit. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. It was power suit. <laughs> she, like, says good morning to Lucas. He's still got his, uh, his headphones in and just, like, ignoring her. Yeah. Um, she, like, gives Dan a kiss on the cheek if I. And, yeah, she's going to be working late and looking at a new space. And, he, you know, he says something about, like, how many cafes does one person need? And she's like, you know, it doesn't sound nice. And you're like, wait, what is happening? Yeah. And then, well, and then Lucas calls out because he sees, like, an empty liquor bottle of some kind. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it looks like you had fun last night too, Dan. You know, whatever. And you're just like... Yeah, I guess we're on? implying that Dan's an alcoholic. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what it was with this episode was that there's a lot of, like, weird little things that, like, I was like, oh, wait, is this what they're trying to, like... Yeah. Because it wasn't, as we see, like, it... It's sort of supposed to be the flip side, so... Right. If Dan like, married Karen instead... Of death. Yes. And so I guess because because this is what I was trying to like work out as I was watching. So in the real world, Deb's parents had money mm-hmm. and fronted money for the dealership. Correct. Which is now why in theory Dan is rich and part of the reason why they have their giant house. Yes. But from this it seems more like Karen Has was been just a successful successful businesswoman. Yeah. And earned stuff. So like Dan was never rich, I guess. Or like Yeah, because there's a comment later on about like Dan getting the allowance this month or something that Nathan makes to him. So I think presumably like it's understood that Karen has all the money. Well, because, like, that's, so, like, that's kind of how I figured the, like, flip to be. But then, like, a few things happen as it goes where then I'm like, well, wait, but then how did that happen? Anyway. And this is why, this is why I ended up just giving it a blanket pass for being dream Mm -hmm. logic. Yeah. Yeah. Because, really, this is just Nathan's dreaming. Yes. But we like the logistics and we like things to be explained. Yeah. So it was. Oh, I didn't forgive it until the very until like the end when he's coming out of it, and I was like, yeah. okay, fine, you get a pass for being weird dream logic. Yeah, fine. Anyway, um, we flip over to gray hoodie, <laughs> Deb's den. <laughs> yes, instead of Scott. Yep. Motor auto part thing. Yep. Um, and it's Nathan. On the river court. He's the one who's friends with all the guys now, all the river court guys. Um, he's got a letter from High Flyers. And he's like, what is it? 
He's a finalist? He's a finalist. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was the terminology they used, but yes, he's a yes. finalist. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, that's exciting, but he, like, tries to play it off, like, all cool, and they're like, no, you're so great. Um, <laughs> this is such a strange episode. Well, because, well, that was part of it, so then in my head, I was like, oh, man, like, and again, like, I understand why, like, logistically it wouldn't have in rea- if that's what had happened in reality obviously all of the like the river court boys and the team wouldn't have been switched like the team would have still been the rich kids and the river kid- right. court boys but in my head i was like oh that would have been funny if like they were switched yeah like if we were going in i was like okay let's go all in <laughs> no but it didn't happen it's fine tim is still tim <laughs> tim is t- very much still tim <laughs> So then we get, I mean, like, so much of this is just straight up recreating scenes from the pilot episode. Yeah. Because then we get Lucas and Peyton driving in the Mm -hmm. car. Yeah. They're clearly dating. Yes. She's listening to Dashboard Confessional. Yes. Um, He pulls her music out. She gets mad because she was listening to it. And then, like, he almost, like hits Nathan as he's crossing the street. Why don't you just go home and listen to your loser music and have sex on your webcam? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, Peyton gives Luke a shit for being an asshole to his brother. Yes, it could have been you. (gasps) But we know that it was. (gasps) Oh... (laughs) (laughs) and see okay this next part then we flip over to the dealership where keith owns it okay see and then this was this is the scene i think that actually for me throws the whole thing off well i don't understand well right so like because of this scene that's why i was like oh well like if we're just flipping everything so, like, clearly it seems like Keith owns the dealership. Yes, absolutely. And he's kind of an asshole because he's, like, yeah. treating Dan like, oh, like, you're late for work and, you know. He calls him boozy. Yeah. Cause it, cause, oh, yeah, because Dan says he has to leave early for basketball practice. And he's like, or do you just mean go to the bar, boozy? Just like Dan did, too. Right. But then, like, at the same time, Dan is still kind of a jerk the whole episode. Yes. So, like, he's he's not not Dan. Right, He's... which is why I thought this this scene in particular was so weird because it almost looked like they were going to be setting Dan up as like, yes, a nicer version. And see, that's what and I thought. He's got and I was like, like a weird like meekness to him. That's yes. like, yeah. And I think that's why then I kept getting confused because same some stuff was like, what is the opposite? Let's do that. And then other stuff was just like, well, this is kind of different. So like it, they didn't buy in all like buy all the way in for what whichever way they wanted to go like either right. like Whereas let's if it go had just been like a what would have happened if nathan was in lucas's position and lucas was in nathan's position straight up but without yeah. like i don't think that would have necessarily had that much of an effect on who dan was as a person agreed yeah like, and they kind of went half-hearted in what they were trying to do with Dan in this. So, like, I just, like, wasn't mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Again, I suppose we'll just have to forgive Nathan's subconscious. But, like, I don't know. I feel like 
The parts with his mom make sense to me. Yes. But Nathan still very much hates his dad. So you'd think that would have been preserved in his weird alternate subconscious universe. Yeah. I just didn't understand this particular dynamic anyway. Well, because like sometimes with that too, like it, in theory, we should have only had like Nathan scenes because it's his dream. Mm. So like, even if it was just always him, like seeing the things that had happened or something, but like, and I think that's what, where more of the problems came in was because they were trying to, again, like literally recreate all of those different things from like the pilot. So we keep, you know, we keep seeing like Lucas and Peyton in her room or like the different things, but then it just ends up being like, they needed to pick a lane, right? Because if this is just straight up a dream, those are like, he wouldn't have been like, you know what I mean? Like his, like it would have just been like his scenes or like if everyone was going to be a complete flip evil and like, I don't know. It just was. (laughs) Yeah, it was a little odd. I just, I wasn't quite sure what they were trying to accomplish. But anyway. No. Um, that weird scene happens. Yes. Uh, To me, that was the weirdest scene in the entire episode. Well, someone, someone, my head around. Yeah. Someone does, one of them makes a comment about Deb's money and how it, or like something about the past and like, oh, do you wish you had married Deb for her, like instead for her money or something like he makes some sort of like comment about, yeah, it's just. Well, because then in the next scene we find out because we go to Deb's den, which is a bar. Yeah. um, Which is the cafe turned into a bar. Yes. Um, (laughs) Nathan comes by and she's the one looking at college classes and we find out that her parents cut her off. Yeah. Which also didn't make sense to me, but whatever. I mean, this is the one where I could maybe just give Nathan subconscious a pass. Yeah, well, right? Because, like, if you're trying to think about it, so, like, okay, fine. So, they cut her off. I mean, I guess the, the only reason because would be... Because she didn't get married? Well, or, like, she got pregnant in university, in college? Right? Yeah, because that like... happened anyway. All right. But, like, but, but because Dan chose Karen, so then, like... She still she ended up being the single mother, so then like that's why her parents cut her off because they're rich and snooty. I don't know. Seems like the opposite reason to cut a person off. Well, yes, agreed. But I was just trying to think of like if I was a rich snooty person, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But like anyway. Oh right, yeah. Like why wouldn't they have given her a chunk of money to like pay her off and like go away? You know, if it was yeah. like an embarrassment thing, which I mean that's a very like a rich person family situation. You know, when yes. someone gets pregnant or this or that or whatever. But yes, I don't know. I don't know why there. Either way, Haley still works there. Yes. She still has a terrible hat. Yes. Um, But she and Nathan are best friends now. Yeah. I love every version of Nathan and Haley. This was the (laughs) one, the one thing about this episode that I was like, I will, I will give it a little bit of credit for basically being like, a piece of fan fiction of look at all the different ways that Nathan and Haley could fall in love. Oh, that's right. We need our Dick Jagielski Peyton fanfic. Oh God, don't we just someone write us that. Oh, someone man. has. I'm going to go on a search. Yeah. After this, guys. <laughs> and I will find out for you. Um, but Deb makes a comment about, so like I feel with Haley and Lucas, there was just never 
anything but friendship. Nope. Yeah, I don't think zero, Deb zero romantic chemistry. Or sorry, I don't think Karen ever was like, oh, those two yep. are gonna get married. I mean, maybe when they were like seven or something, but like once they were in double digits, like I don't think that was ever anything that even Karen would kind of have thought. But like Deb was like, you two are gonna end up married one day, and he was like, oh my god, we're just friends, mom, you know, and like, like but you can tell already yeah. right away that there is something. It's different there. Yeah, yes, it's a different dynamic. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, which I loved. Yeah, because I am obsessed with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, what happens next? Oh yes, yeah, so we go to the river court mm-hmm. where Lucas and all the basketball team guys have decided to take over because I guess like Whitey's closed up the gym and they need somewhere to play. I don't know. This was also seemed weird and contrived. No, but the, something like that happens because like the. Nathan and the basketball boys end up at the river court. Oh, that's right. Right? Because then that's when Nathan challenges in real timeline. Right. When Nathan challenges him to the game. Valid. So, yeah. So, that really did happen. Okay. It's just weird because, like, they're literally just, like, they're recreating so much. Like. So much. Well, again, it should have been, like. So much. Let's even. Well, had they, like, then just gone, like, you know, frame for frame. Let's fucking do this but then it was like it was still they did too much like sorry i'm just gonna continually keep complaining about how they didn't pick a lane no i agree with you it was like did you want to straight up recreate the pilot like yeah full on or because you could have done that but then with still like different hints or something yeah but yeah whatever um Oh, yeah. I mean, basically, like, you all know what happened. We watched this already. <laughs> it's just the opposite version of it. Well, yeah, I didn't really write much down. It was just, you know, no, the boys like, were being the boys, except yeah, Lucas Luke. was the asshole. Right. And, like, Tim was still Tim and whatever. And then, like, right. it was Skills and Nathan and Mouth and Junk and Jimmy and whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, they just were like, you know, basketball, high flyers, we're going to contest, and then we still have this bizarro situation where apparently Nathan knows nobody at school. I guess because because he's like going for a run, I guess yeah. before school or something. Yeah. And Brooke is watching him from the parking lot. Yeah. He's like on the bridge. Um. And then after she comes into the boys' locker room in just a towel while Nathan is showering, makes a comment about his shoe size. Yeah. Well, because, like, this is, I guess it's supposed to be the flip of her in the car with yeah, Lucas. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. That is what that's supposed to be. And so, whatever. He immediately is just like, nope, peace out, run. But she, tell. like, introduces herself, and I'm like, why don't you know each other? I know. But then, Nathan runs away. Oh, Brooke yeah. is, picks up her towel again and is coming out. And Creeper Dan yeah. is standing there. Yeah. And she's like, oh, hey, Coach Scott, whatever. And I'm just like... Which, to be fair, also kind of happens in the pilot with Peyton. Because she's... They're like... I can't remember... She, like, comes out of the bathroom in a towel or something, I think. Yes, at... At Nathan's house. At Nathan's house. Yeah. Yeah. But it was more just... Dan... I mean, either... No matter whose locker room it was, the fact that it was at 
teenager's locker room. Because again, this is not yeah. about sex or gender. This is about old man standing watching a locker room of teenagers. Yeah. Anyway, Dan's a creeper. He is a creeper. Yep. And also apparently the basketball coach or assistant basketball coach or whatever he is. Yeah, so it seemed like he actually was the assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Whereas in real time... He just thinks he is. And right. Whitey's like, nah. I mean, I do enjoy Whitey in this still. Yes. <laughs> he does eventually refer to Dan as an ass crack. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So Which good. I was okay with. <laughs> yeah. So then we get a scene where, like, Lucas is in the weight room and Dan's spotting him and he makes a crack about how he's not lifting enough. And, like, oh, do I have a daughter? And I was like, oh, you're still a misogynist. That's nice. Yeah. Um, They talk about high flyers and how Nathan is a finalist and realize that Whitey must have signed off on the application. So then Dan, of course, goes to confront Whitey about it. Mm -hmm. And this is where, again, you're like, oh, okay, so Dan's not actually nicer. He's still a dick. Yeah, just, like, slightly toned down. Right. Like, it's literally just, like, that's that's exactly it. It's just, he's not quite as smug about it. Yeah. I guess because he doesn't have the money to back it up. I don't know. Except he does still, kind of. So, like, I don't understand. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> no matter what, no matter what timeline, alt-universe, Dan is the worst. He is. End of story. Um... Oh, yes, then we get a little scene with Haley and Nathan at their little table (laughs) boardwalk. Uh, And he still gets the Cracker Jack prize bracelet and gives it to her and says, don't say I never gave you anything. Um, And it's cute. Well, and then she makes a comment, oh, good, this is way better than last time. Last time I just got a temporary tattoo with a random number on it, like, throwing back to her. Her tattoo of Her real tattoo of Nathan's number. Yep. Um, oh, yes. And then we go to Nathan in his room, a.k.a. Lucas's room, because yes. they've swapped houses also. Which I guess, sure, why not? It's, it's Nathan's dream. It's fine. Whitey comes by to talk to him. Um, Nathan's just so adorable. I just find him so adorable. Like, I just want to pinch his cheeks. Well, and I feel like he's... <laughs> Because he's been the actual baby out of everyone, I feel like he's, like, yeah. growing into his face and his head and, yeah. you know, because he's probably, like, at this point, actually, like, 18 or 19. And, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a baby. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> he's just so cute. Like, yeah. um, And also a smoke show now. Yeah. Just, just throwing that out there. I dare anyone to go to IMDb and just be like, whoa. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, though. Uh, anyway, they talk about basketball yeah. um, and pie flyers. And, you know, he's talking about how Lucas would normally be a shoe in for it, but he needs to know that Nathan can hold his own on a team because he's never played other than just on the river court. And I guess Whitey's the one that has to make this decision. Well,. No, or so like a recommendation. Well, but it sounds like he already did, because like because Lucas and Dan had talked about saying like, oh, like Whitey must have signed off, right? As like a confused by this. 
Well, and because, cause, yeah, because, like, Nathan makes a con- uh, some sort of comment about, like, I'm not playing for the team. And, you know, and Whitey's like, I would never be so stupid as to put the two of you on the team together because. Right. And that's where he calls Dan Nascrack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is funny because in real time, he actually was purposely trying to get them together and always was kept, all first season kept purposely, like, putting them together. Um, but I think it was more that he just wanted to know, like, I guess, you know, like, he didn't make a mistake by recommending Nathan or something. Like, it's not just about, or maybe he kind of, like, was trying to make sure, because he doesn't know Nathan. So, like, in this timeline, Lucas is the douche who I'm assuming Mm -hmm. is not actually a team player. Right? Right. He's always trying to turn into the Lucas show. So maybe he was just trying to, like, suss out Nathan to see if Nathan would actually, like, be a team member and, like, get more out of high flyers okay okay i just took it as whitey being whitey and like being good and concerned and trying to sort things out so that everyone gets the right thing and you know anyway but again yeah it was all like random and weird like i feel like when they were writing this it was just like what did no one just be like well wait what (laughs) i feel like everyone writing this was just like well it's a dream so it doesn't have to make sense yeah, we'll just throw anything and everything. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, Nathan it's just, wants there, a shot. There seemed to be, yeah, Nathan wants a shot, but there just seemed to be, like, this sense that Whitey wanted to see him play with a team. Or, like, in a team dynamic. Well, yeah, because the whole, like... That didn't happen. No. In, <laughs> in the real time... It was always just meant to be Lucas versus Nathan on the river court. Right. But this was meant to be, like, four on four team. Yeah. And maybe that was because, like, I guess in this version, maybe Whitey would have tried to get him on the team or something. I don't know. Um, Again, it doesn't have to make sense. It's just Nathan's subconscious. Yeah. (laughs) I keep telling myself this. Yeah. We flip over to... Dan being Dan, which is sitting around watching yeah. old basketball games. Yeah. <laughs> no different. Yeah. I'm talking to Lucas and them just sort of hating each other or something. Yeah, I, said, I stopped paying attention because I was just like, oh, whatever. I know. Yeah. I mean, he, they talk about Nathan too, but how like he's actually like a potential threat and blah, blah, blah. Lucas has to beat him. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, oh, and then for yeah. a horrifying moment, I thought Karen was sleeping with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually keith because she and keith are having an affair and i was like okay that's a win for this alt universe yeah <laughs> <laughs> so in every universe keith sleeps with his brother's wife <laughs> oh i didn't even think about that <laughs> oh man yeah anyway they have a little bit of a back and forth whatever it seems like this has been an ongoing affair yeah she makes some sort of comment about like i've been quote unquote working late every day like i can't keep (laughs) yeah she ain't working late Mm. nope she gets home lucas is still awake she wants to like sit and have a chat and drink some cocoa um and then he makes crack about calling keith instead so he knows what's up (laughs) yeah yikes oh boy um flip to a classroom scene where nathan and Haley are 
talking during class. Yes. Um, and she's trying to get him to like put himself out there and go for his dreams and whatever. And then she confesses that, oh, like I would want to be a singer. And it turns out actually this version of Haley is tone deaf and can't sing. So no secret what Nathan's subconscious is doing there. Yeah. Then we go to Tim and Lucas in the same classroom. Um, Tim is trying to convince Lucas that he should seduce Tudor Girl to get to Nathan. And Lucas is like, that's the dumbest idea ever. Which is what Nathan, exactly what Nathan had done did. in the yeah. real world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Lucas has another plan. So mm-hmm. Peyton is watching all this go down and can read her boyfriend's mind. So yes. she knows what's up. She goes to talk to Haley. He was absolutely like, why are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. But then basically she just straight up tells her, like, Lucas is planning to do something to Nathan before the game. Just heads up. I don't have details, but tell yeah. him to watch his back. Yeah. Something is happening. Um... Oh, yes, we go to the river court again where Nathan's Nathan's there. Dan arrives. Does a stupid little thing with the basketball. Um, oh, well, he then, just basically he tries to pay him off to not yeah. play the game, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, like, Dan is still Dan. Dan is absolutely still Dan. Which is why I just don't understand what was happening at the beginning. Yeah. Like, you don't understand what the point of that was. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I'm so... I was just... That scene was so weird to me. I didn't understand its purpose. <laughs> if it didn't follow through for the rest of the episode. Anyway. We go to the bar. Where Deb is. Nathan's there. Everyone's putting money on the game. Um... He tells her about Dan coming by the river court. Um. Oh, yes. Then Haley arrives. And she's like, yeah. ah, where have you been? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you answering your phone? And he's like, I was recharging the batteries. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. she she warns him about Lucas trying to do something tonight. Nathan's like, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. I'm just going to walk down this dark alley by myself. <laughs> totally okay. <laughs> he gets jumped. <laughs> yes. Which, does this scene happen? Where they kidnap him? Yeah. Yeah, and then they toss him in the puddle of the marsh? Yeah, yeah. okay. All that right. definitely happens. Right. Yeah. They toss Nathan in a puddle. Yeah. Lucas tells him not to play the game. Tim suggests they take his clothes. <laughs> He's always trying to get his clothes. Lucas has a better idea. He throws Nathan's phone in the puddle instead. Yeah. Flip to Peyton in her room, sketching. I mean, this is also, again, just basically a straight up. Yeah, it's the exact same way that she broke yeah. up with Nathan. Yeah. Except Luke comes by to pick her up. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. a dick. 
It's almost the, the the dialogue is almost exactly the same. Yes. Yes. Um They're done. He walks out. That's the end of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> At the river court, everyone is wondering where Nathan is. Tim and Skills get into it. Yep. Is in like fist fighting each other. Yeah. They have to it has to be broken up. Okay. Peyton is driving. She knows where Nathan is. <laughs> well, yeah, because when he, he's like obviously like walking down some like dirt road in the dark. Yep. And he's like, mm, like, are you in on it? He's like, she's like, no. Like, do you think you're the first person he's done this? Like, I just know him. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And he very much is like, why are you dating him? Yeah. She's like, well, I'm not anymore. So well, let's go. <laughs> oh boy. Um, she drives him to the river court. Yeah. So of course, because like, and the, at this point, I feel like in the other one, like all the in the original pilot, like a lot of the kids were there, but like this is like everyone. Were mm, the parents there last I, time? I, can't I don't remember. think so. But yeah, this is like the town. <laughs> yeah, everyone's there. And then yeah, Nathan rolls up with Peyton, and you can tell everyone's just like. And that's when, because Whitey's like, you were almost late. Like, let's get this going yeah. four on four. And Nathan's like, no, one on one. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it's the game. It's the exact same. Yep. Lucas fouls Nathan, just like Nathan fouled Lucas. Yep. But he calls it, no, that was good. So then they're even, they're tied. Mm-hmm. And then Nathan wins. The shot, yeah. Just like Lucas won. Mm-hmm. And then this is where it starts to get hinky. Yes, and this is where I was like, okay, the dream logic now is coming through. Yeah, because this is where he starts kind of coming out of it. Yes. Weird stuff is happening. Because, so, like, yeah. like, I think the first thing was, like, because Lucas comes over and he's like, good game, man. And you're like, well, that's kind of mm-hmm. weird. And then he's like, yes. it's okay. Like, you know, you're going to be really great at high flyers. Like, just come back to us. Yeah. Just and that's come back like, to us. Ah, I see what's oh, happening okay. here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Haley shows up and she's like, says something about how much she loves him, but then gives him the bracelet back. And says, yeah, which... don't, don't think it, don't say I never gave you anything. Yeah, just like and then said. when he opens his hand, it's turned into her wedding ring. And everyone's gone. Yes, and then he's alone on the river court. This one I was like, okay, fine, dream logic. That is absolute dream logic right there. Yes. Like, yes, yeah. thank you for that. So he's calling Haley's name when he wakes up in the hospital. Yeah. And Lucas is there. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently he's going to be fine. Lucas is like kind of trying to find out how intentional this was without like straight up being like, did you try and unalive yourself? Well, and then Nathan is just like, are you asking if I did this on purpose? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Except that then Deb comes in. So yeah. that's what keeps happening. Every time he's about to give an answer to something, someone comes in. Yeah. 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 Oh, but also Lucas does tell Nathan that he calls Haley anyway, even though yeah. Nathan said not to. I was like, good. Yep. So. 
Nathan and Deb have a nice moment. Yeah. Because he tells her he loves her. Like, you can tell she's kind of braced for a not great reaction from him. Well, yeah, because at this point they haven't been talking. Or no, it's been, any, yeah. it's been bad. Yeah. But, yeah, and so he, like, he apologizes for being a jerk lately. And then, like, she says she's had her own stuff going on. So she's going to go, like, yeah. figure her stuff out, too. And he's like, whatever it is, I've got your back. And I'm like, that's nice. That's cute. I enjoy this. Yeah. Nice moment between Deb and Nathan. And then, like, Dan pops his head in, like, one, because glad you're awake. <laughs> one, because, like, and that was right when, like, because Deb was saying something about, because he was like, you're just trying to be a good mother. And she's like, I haven't been a good mother, but, like, you're going to heal and I'm going to heal. And she was, like, about, clearly, like, about to tell him what was happening. Oh, And then yeah. that's when Dan came in, right? So, like, they were yeah. both. Nathan was going to maybe tell Lucas the truth. Deb walks in. Deb was going to tell Nathan the truth. Dan walks in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, literally all he does is he, like, pokes his head in and is, like, glad to see her awake. And then he's, like, I'm just going to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> um, We get one random scene of Brooke piecing together these shredded. Which was the exact same look and length of the montage in the last one that you missed really where it was just like a hot second except it was her with all the scraps and then this time she had them pieced together yes and i think she said something about like it was a car receipt yes so maybe so this one was starting... like a hot second longer but yeah she's starting to realize i guess what she's putting together but yeah anyway um then we get karen in the waiting room whitey's there and she's trying to make a phone call presumably we find out she's trying to call keith and let him know about nathan except she can't leave a message because his voicemail is full she doesn't know where he is she's upset she starts crying yeah um oh yes then dan is dropping deb off at rehab which i knew before they even showed the sign of the facility well yeah because where else would she be going yeah um, oh, and he's so like, because he's like, don't worry, I'll be here when you get out. And you're just like, ooh, what well, is and this? And it's in that exact way where like, he has that kind of Dan smirky look uh-huh. on his face of like, oh, he's about to like stir shit at like, yeah, he'll be here, but because he's gonna, you know, rub your face in it or like, throw it back at you, like some kind of like, bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Hated it. I was like, that's so creepy. You're so creepy. Yeah. So we get that, and then uh, we get a nurse coming into Nathan's room to tell everyone who's visiting that visiting hours are over. It's Brooke, Peyton, and Lucas are all there. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Like, Peyton, like, kisses his head as she's leaving, and then Brooke gives him a kiss on the cheek, and he's like, I know you both want me. <laughs> yeah. I just think though that Peyton and Nathan are so cute as friends. Like I just am obsessed with that dynamic. So, I mean Brooke too, but just like because they dated and he was an ass to Peyton. Yeah, I like that they. I like that they're friends now. It's cute. Yeah. So now Nathan is alone. He grabs his phone beside the bed he's gonna call Haley. yes she's at the airport yes she's like i'm coming home what oh. happened and he's like don't do that yeah 
He says, you have to go after your dream just like I have to go after mine so we don't end up regretting it and resenting each other. And I'm like, okay, all of that is true except when you've nearly died. Yes. Well, I'm like, there's even extenuating circumstances. Yeah, like she should come home and then you should be having this conversation. Right. Um, but even just the way he's talking about it, it's like, it seems like it's a good thing. Like, no, like, this is actually right. okay. Like, you go do your thing. I'll do mine. Maybe maybe he's talking about, like, seeing if he can actually do high flyers. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. Because even, like, the look on his face, like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, maybe this is the start of, like, them figuring it out. Especially when he's like, I don't want to, like, you know, the resentment and the whatever. Because we're like, oh, Deb, Jen, Karen, hello. But then he just tells her not to come home. Because he doesn't want her to. Because he doesn't want her to. And then I was like, oh, that was a little bit uh, different from where I thought we were going. So, like, now what the frack happens? Well, I can tell you right now, she doesn't go home. She doesn't? Because I was wondering, I was like, oh, maybe she will. Nope. See, I do not... The only reason I remember that is because I remember having a conversation. So I watched this episode with my parents and my sister. And all of us, with the exception of my sister, were like, I'd go home anyway. (laughs) And she was like, I wouldn't. And we were all like, excuse excuse me? (laughs) Oh, I know all of these people and I can see this dynamic and it's hilarious. We were all like, what now? (laughs) She was like, no, he said he didn't want her there. I was like, he nearly died, though. So, like. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's how I remember that. I just don't remember, like, I remember all the Haley music stuff, but I just absolutely did not remember this whole, like, rift thing. I remember At there was a rift, all. but I didn't remember how much of it was Haley's fault. Fair. Like, how deep into season three do we, like, do we have to See, get? this is what I'm wondering. I, I can't remember. I can't remember how deep into season, because I know how season three ends. Because that ends with the, like, thing, right? Yeah. With them and the... Yes. The re, the re something. Yeah, Um, But I don't know at what point in season three. Yeah, like, does it take us the whole fucking, like. I don't think so, because, I mean, the midpoint of season three is. mm. Oh. Right? Yeah, so, like, are they still not back together at that point? I don't know. Huh. Or, like, would that be something that ends up getting them back together? Because, like,. Haley will be back at school by then. For sure. Because it was only, like, this year, right? Because, like, next season three is, like, next year, like, grade 12. Sorry. 12th grade. Um, Senior year. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, unclear. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how long it takes them in the next season. But, God, hopefully not that long, because I hate this. Yeah. And because even, like, right now, like, at some point we have to do the whole Peyton Lucas 
Brook Triangle again, right? Or some sort of yes. shape. Yes, 100% we do that again. Because we've kind of like stopped that because like there was like, oh, Felix, Jake, mm-hmm. and Lucas, and Anna on his own, mm-hmm. this and that. Mm-hmm. But then like, I feel like at this point, because we had just realized that Lucas was like, definitely wanted to get Brooke back. And I feel like in these last couple episodes, we've like, oh, I think Brooke wants to get back to with Lucas. So is right. that like what happens first? 100%. Hmm. Because I am pretty sure that Lucas and Brooke are together. When the thing happens, because yes. then he and yes. Peyton are in the library yes. and that Correct. turns into a like, oh. Correct. Yeah. For anyone who hasn't watched, I'm mostly just saying the thing because it's not something that I just want to like keep putting into the universe because it's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, and very, it was very timely when it happened and it is wildly still yeah, timely still and important. Relevant. So I just don't want to like, those are just not words that I want to like throw around. I'm not even trying to like not do spoilers. I just don't want to have to say that a million times, no, that's you know? Valid. But yeah, so like what... Okay, so we know that there's technically three episodes left, but really the last two were actually a two-hour yeah. season finale. Um, so I guess we could watch those together. Yeah, that's a that's a logistical question for outside of the podcast. Um, but like, so what's going to happen? I have no idea. I literally, I don't remember. I don't remember how this season ends. Like, because I, I actually thought that. This was like, like, I mean, obviously this is right up at the end, but like that's yeah. as far as my memory of the end of this season goes. Yeah. Was this incident. Yeah. So I don't know what happens beyond that. Like, no idea. I'm assuming Brooke and Lucas get back together. This will be right. Like, because she's going to, whatever she's figuring out with the shredded paper is going to turn into something because we know something happens at the dealership. Yes. Right. And I feel like. There has to be some sort of Keep forgetting about conclusion, that. maybe, with Jake and Jenny in that situation. I don't think that goes into season three. See, this is this is why I'm so confused. And then, like, does Keith come back? Is Andy still there? Does Deb get out of rehab? Like, what? I don't know. Does does Haley come? Does Haley come back? At all? in this season I don't know next week is gonna be wild <laughs> yeah I have absolutely no idea what happens in the next episode like zero All right. zero ideas now that we're done speculating did you have a most high school moment for this episode I mean I guess like when they're all whispering in class yeah and just like the amount of like varsity jackets and <laughs> whatnot Luke like yeah. something about Nathan in the varsity jacket was fine but Lucas in it just looks stupid okay right what is that like and it was just you could tell like they just have a different I think in real I think in real life they're probably very similar and both very nice and whatever especially James Lafferty but like as the characters and I think it was just like their physical build maybe too yeah maybe like something about yeah Lucas in the jacket because he's always in his like hands in the pocket and I'm just like nah <laughs> right like I'm not buying this no um who did you have as the most annoying I actually had Lucas but like alt Lucas not yes correct Lucas. yeah yeah alt Lucas was <laughs> stupid um like he was just like Nathan was a 
dick and you hated him, but there's just something so inherently annoying about this version of Lucas. Yeah. Well, that's just it. We find him annoying in, like, the I think real that's time. what it is, Most right? of the time, so, I'm like, just like, yeah, this all just seems to be correct. Yeah. So it was just extra annoying. He just seemed, like, <laughs> extra whiny about it, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's who I had. <laughs> Alt Lucas. Yeah. I feel like at one point he calls Peyton Pate, and I just oh, he didn't does. like it. He does, because she says in their breakup scene, I hate when you call me Pate, and then as he's leaving, makes a point to call her Pate. Oh, don't like it. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Um, I don't think we had anybody new. I mean, except maybe, like, the nurse. But, like, that wasn't. Oh, yeah. She, all she did was turn the lights off on Nathan. <laughs> right? She's like, visiting hours are over. The kids leave. She turns the lights off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the darkness now. Um, high school. Annoying. New people. Quote? Quote the episode. I had when Whitey is talking to Dan in the coach's office, mm-hmm. um, and he says, I'm an equal opportunity instigator. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I was like, yes. It's <laughs> just such a Whitey thing, too. Like, yeah. so good. What did you have? I didn't really have much, because, like, Peyton says when Nathan's getting into her car, she says something about, you know, we all have a shot and we all need to you know, if you have a dream, you have to go for her or something, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, as she was saying it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is probably it. But then by the end, I was like, ugh, I can't deal with this, like, go after your dream. <laughs> I was just not in a space yeah. to deal with, like, yes, yeah, go valid. after your dreams. Um, so I'm fine with Whitey being the quote. <laughs> uh, and what about song of the episode? <sighs> I don't know. Right? It's a bit of a toss-up, too, because we have... Rail on Montaigne at the end. Yep. With the emo song. There's like the Finch song when the basketball game yep. starts. There's the Saliva song when Nathan wins. But then there's also the Dashboard song. I feel like, did we give the Dashboard? You know, I we maybe didn't give it because it was the pilot episode. So that Right? Like, what did all. To the and was it all the same song? songs? I think it was just the Dashboard song that was the same. Oh, yeah. I can see that I'm trying to like look at my notes there definitely the dashboard song was there for sure mm-hmm. but the others weren't because no because the game was lap dance by nerd and i was like oh right yes right da-da, da-da, da-da. oh and like there was like jet are you gonna be my girl and like there right. was a bentley song yeah so it was just that. i mean the finch song definitely brought me back i was like whoa yeah <laughs> it started and i was like oh right <laughs> so maybe i have to give it to that one just because yeah. fair just because of that love it shout out to the other ones though yeah. and also always shout out to hands down by dashboard confessional because yeah yes <laughs> primo <laughs> oh dashboard just, just always yeah there's that one scrubs episode where like the one song plays and it's just like the most emo fucking it's so good <laughs> nice. i can't even really remember what happens in the episode i just have this moment of like the song oh and what dashboard it's in my head it's like the most emo of dashboard songs but i can't remember the name and you know there's some sort of like oh the girl and the thing and the whatever and you're just like oh yep dashboard <laughs> cue emo okay <laughs> yeah well 
I guess we'll be back next week and we're going to find out what yeah. goes on. Yeah, episode for episode. I can't 21. believe that Haley doesn't come back. For real? For real. Because, yeah, aside so then, like, what? All I, have, I just, now I'm just like lost and like, what's going to happen? <sighs> but we'll find out next week. <laughs> yep. We'll see you then. Bye.